Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Voices of Two Blocks podcast. I'm Jeanette. And I'm Hermela. Today will be part one of our experiences and reflections regarding the Two Blocks Summit. And if you guys didn't know, we were part of a summit recently where we had the opportunity to sit down with members of Kendall Square's Innovation Academy through representatives of different corporations and administrative figures in Cambridge's public school district. And the meaning of this was to have a community conversation because this is the first time that we've had all three stakeholders of our project in one room, which are the business community, the school, and the city community, and in hopes to elevate our two blocks message towards action. For sure. We are so excited to be here with you all today and to share some of our reflections, um, but also share with you guys what the summit was like. So let's just get into it. Yeah. Um, the summit was broken into discussion blocks. We feel at IFP, we always start our discussions and just kind of structure them in blocks. I feel this is the most like um, meaningful way to get the conversation going um, and get a lot of different people talking. Definitely. So in this case, we had three discussion blocks. Um, so the first one, we started talking about disconnects. So let's get into it. What yeah. were some of your takeaways about the disconnects discussion blocks? I know that was the first one, so a lot of people in the room were still a little hesitant mm-hmm. on what to say and where it was we were going. Awkward at yeah, first. but we definitely got into a very good conversation at the end, which you guys will hear about. Yeah, so in that discussion block, we started off with us IFP team creatives kind of talking about what we felt the disconnects were in our education, but also looking into the issue of communications between the school community and the business community. We talked about where we felt there were disconnects present, and then after that we had the opportunity to listen to some of our participants, and I felt like a common thing we had going on was that they definitely felt like there was a connection disconnect mm-hmm. on both sides of the spectrum. For sure. But there was also initiative to kind of close that gap up. And I think from there, we were really kind of working our way towards a meaningful conversation and kind of working on communicating towards our goal. Yeah, definitely. And just to add on to that, I think that like beforehand, like in my knowledge, and I think just in general, there has never been a time where all of these people have been in the same room together. Yeah, true. Um, Not like just not even besides with two blocks, but just in general, having the businesses, having the local government and having the school district all there sitting to be with each other um is something that was very meaningful so at first like obviously like it was a little awkward and the disconnects was something that we wanted to make sure we didn't come off harsh or just like attacking them um yeah. it was just kind of more of a time for us students and ifp teens to reflect and share what from our view are the disconnects um, a lot of people mentioned uh, how in some of their RISTA classes, which is a program here at CRLS um, that offers career awareness um, as well as immersion um, into different fields and how specifically the biotech class was having a very hard time in connecting people mm-hmm. with, the, with the class. Um, and that didn't make a lot of sense because it's like, we have like millions of these people working in our own backyard you know um so we were talking about that as well as like just personal reflections on the disconnect that's like physically but also metaphorically there um and how it feels like there's two cities under one roof yeah and i think that there are two sides like we talked about this is a two-way street we have the school community which is one part of the conversation that we wanted to bring in but also that business aspect. And I think that when it came to the school community aspect, which us students, we are all a part of, we've been through the system, we're at the local high school, we realized that another disconnect we noticed is that transition 
in college and career readiness and preparation. And we've talked about, and we're going to kind of get into it further into our podcast, but the ways that we've wanted to structure the school district so that there's a pathway to potential where you start off entering the school system when you're a kindergartner, and then once you graduate, you've been equipped with tools that have prepared you for a career, a profession, whatever you're interested in, and kind of going from that aspect of awareness to immersion to kind of getting more involved into it, we talked about how having opportunities like that would kind of bridge the disconnect on the school's end, and then also bridging the other disconnect internally on the business end would kind of help make the issue a bit more cohesive. Yeah, and just like to jump into the next like overlapping discussion box, and what's great about mm-hmm. the discussion box um, is that they just overlap each other, like the conversation naturally went into the next thing exactly so that was really helpful um but the next discussion block was actually one me and Hermela led around yep finding (laughs) shared value um and we've talked about shared value in csr and csv multiple times on our podcast um with gretchen uh as well as wendy so we just dove into that and gave them our examples and definitions of what CSR and CSV mean in two blocks mm. um, and use that as a way to echo a lot of the kind of in, imperfections that are going on. Um, and we really wanted, there was a lot of people present from Kendall Square and the business community. Mm-hmm. So we really wanted to just feel, put ourselves in their shoes and understand the perspective on their end. Um, so CSV was a very good way for us to say that we, as well as them, are a part of the solution, um, not just the issue. And I think it resonated with a lot of members um, and just that was a very big takeaway and even kind of something we... I think did well on on our part is we created those definitions and were able to put ourselves in the business business's perspective and yeah. be able to say oh so this is not only going to help the schools but you guys are also going to get something out of it um so that really helped them just really push and amplify what two blocks is really about because not only is it just for us to benefit but also we want the businesses as well as the local community to gain um from it as well Yeah, and I feel like this discussion block in particular was a really reflective one, Mm -hmm. just because I feel like many of them might have been aware about what CSR and CSV were, but for many, this is also kind of a new topic to dissect, and I feel like we tried our best to kind of break that idea down and have a meaningful conversation surrounding how we can use CSR to kind of further connect both Mm -hmm. communities that we have at stake here, and I think that when we talked about CSR in particular, we wanted to make sure that the businesses understand that the school has the incentive of so much local talent that are in our schools that want to be utilized and students that want to go into the workplace and want to experience these businesses opportunities. And I think that that was part of our CSV idea when it came to what the school had to offer. But also, we understand that CSV is not something that's one way. You know, mm-hmm. the schools and the businesses could benefit from Definitely. this pipeline that we're trying to create. And so having, I think that like not only the conversation when it came to us students was important, yeah. but seeing both communities kind of talk it out, I think was a really meaningful and powerful experience. Exactly, And especially because the demand is there on both ends. Exactly. We're demand, we have that demand and that eagerness but as well as them we referenced a couple times uh, a couple news articles that were published Mm. in various outlets such as the boston globe talking about the very like high demand in the biotech industry in in boston and cambridge um and saying that these jobs are like 
like needed yeah. and there there's a lot of people that are just needed to fulfill these these jobs and these roles so on their end they have that issue of just like they don't they can't find anyone um so we just kind of put that to perspective and we're like well right down the street we have students who are ready um mm. not even just to be in those jobs but just to have that awareness and yeah. that will ultimately come back to you and help you in the end um, because if we get students excited and aware of the opportunities around them, that will ultimately just drive for that and you guys will benefit from it. Um, so I think that was a very kind of good take on that because they know that that demand is there and they've echoed that. So we kind of gave them a solution to that issue. Yeah, exactly. So showing that this isn't a one-time demand that we're asking mm-hmm. for but this is an it actual will continuously investment. help them yeah. yeah and it's taking students who are in high school going into these internships and opportunities with these businesses but coming out of it with a certain set of skills that could help them in the future and also possibly prepare them to work similar roles in those same corporations for so sure. it's kind of a mutual like gaining of skills and that's what we're looking for here. Yeah. And just to jump in, like, I just think that a lot of, um, I don't know exactly, but uh, someone from Tank, I think it was Jeff, mm-hmm. um, mentioned that obviously we need to lower that expectation and not all the students who come into these spaces are going to be 100% kind of job yeah, ready, exactly. you know, um, but at least having that awareness and having that opportunity to immerse themselves and get to learn more and it's not even necessarily we talked a lot about internships and that issue Mm -hmm. um because a lot of the time that kind of word and just action of providing someone with an internship is just like passed around a lot and that's not that's a part of the process but that's not the ultimate like end goal yeah we think internships are great and amazing ways for students to be in these spaces and immerse themselves but at the same time before they can have those opportunities they actually need to know what they're getting themselves into Mm -hmm. um how are you supposed to have an internship at google but not even know what google is or how it works and and that it's like right next to you know what i mean so So exactly so i think that that that's where our career pipeline and just like that whole pathway that we created is very very important um, because it doesn't just start at the high school level. It starts way, way before that. Um, and we'll have like an episode soon where we go into that pathway and discuss it and dissect it a little more. Um, because I think it's a very old, like universal um, way of approaching learning and education. Because it can be uh, implemented in various different ways um, in settings. So, Yeah, I think you said that beautifully. And <laughs> Let's just hop into our last discussion block that we had. And this is the longest. And I feel like this was also a really meaningful discussion block. For sure. And the topic of this discussion block was how might we build a local talent pipeline into the innovation economy? So the first two, we spent talking about the disconnects, talking about what both sides want, how we can reach this mutual agreement of connecting the business community and the school community. But in this last discussion block, we really talked about tying that all together and finally creating that local talent pipeline into that innovation economy. Mm-hmm. And I think that this was really a really, really beneficial block just because a lot of people contributed their ideas. We heard from so many different perspectives on how we could do this, both from the school community. We were grateful to have the representation of Superintendent Greer and Superintendent sure. Nicole Gittins yep. and just 
on top of that, the business community. I think that there was so much we could have learned from that. Definitely. So what would you say, Jeanette, are some of your takeaways from that blog? I thought that that was, this dis- discussion block was very, like, dense in Hmm. hearing from the audience and hearing from what they had to say because (laughs) at first we were running the conversation a little bit and they were a little like like we said it was Mm -hmm. awkward but I think after we kind of went into the CSR and CSV stuff and even talking about the disconnects Mm -hmm. kind of bringing those two together really really sparked the conversation um it was a back and forth exactly and we we asked them questions they asked us Mm -hmm. and we kind of came to a mutual I kind of um a lot of you guys listening probably were there but I definitely kind of (laughs) like put you all on the (laughs) spot um and just like asked you like why is this taking so long and why is this disconnect even present in the first place um although that is a very loaded question and not just something anyone can just answer simply um it it very like it definitely created and sparked conversation I really liked how the schools especially were just Dr. Greer and even Dr. Giddens were talking about how on their end they have been thinking about things like this and bringing the community together um, but I don't know on their end how much of that action has actually been taken place. So having the businesses right in front of you and them saying, yeah, we'd love to like, at one point, even uh, I think Christine from IDO was talking about having or creating some type of kind the of group. Yeah, group yeah. yeah, calendar was amazing idea on the calendar that was proposed was having this like shareable calendar between all the businesses in the school district um, and different businesses can put their name down for various like slots and schools and like classrooms specifically can go and visit um and I thought that was a very great way of like yeah a, a possible solution you know um so I really liked how that discussion was going on not just about two blocks but actually like creating those solutions and that back and forth so I thought that was something I was definitely concerned about at first was like uh, is this going to be, like, <laughs> awkward? Like, is this going to... But it definitely was a very deep Lots discussion. Um, and what I liked about it is we we left room for more. That was not just... That we didn't just sum it up all in one sitting. We, we gave our take. They gave their take. Mm-hmm. And that will just continue the conversation going. Nice. So I really, I really appreciated that. Yeah. yeah, I think we definitely gave the conversation the ability to kind of continue naturally and it really flowed very nicely and a point that we really wanted to emphasize with this pipeline is that right now at present the kind of connections we're seeing between the business community and the school community aren't as kind of systemic as we'd like Mm. them to be they you have those isolated opportunities that once in a while people if you're close with certain people they give you that pull and that kind of little a little birdie tweets in your ear and tells you oh do this do that and I feel like that's also the same with kind of like another theme thing that we talked about besides internships were kind of like visits and workshops that thing all of those are really isolated opportunities but what we're really looking for through this pipeline is something that could systemically connect opportunities to students and students success Mm -hmm. and we're hoping that both sides of the spectrum both the business community and the school community can find a way to make that happen and I think a lot of valuable ideas were shared I think a lot of ideas that we can definitely work on building and we hope to kind of take that conversation that we had during that last block kind of further it keep on making sure it grows and kind of maintain it to the point where we can come back to it we can work through more action items that we'd like to get through definitely
no, I definitely agree with like all the things that you said and, and brought to the table. Um, but in a way, I think even just like this podcast brought a lot of outreach to the to the yes, issue. I know. A lot of people are just like, yeah, we love your podcast. So thank you, guys. Thank we you. appreciate it. Um, but we definitely this is just one way that we're bringing the awareness and there's many more to come. Mm. Um, so I think that's very important. And on our end, I just want to give kudos to us for doing this important work and just like immersing ourselves because it is important and Mm. even though people in our community know that it is and haven't brought it up we we have and really brought it to the table so I think us and IFP as a whole (laughs) have done a great job on raising awareness um and the and the best is yet to come that's that's what I can say I like that exactly yeah because this is not the end this is not the roadblock we still have so much work to do um, and in, in my view, in retrospect, in a way, I think that two blocks is not something that will just like end in a it way. End, it, it, but... it, it just feels like an ongoing thing. Yes. And I have that gut feeling. So I think that it's important. And just the summit just really gave perspective to me on how important this issue is mm-hmm. and how universal it is, because this is not just sadly going on in Cambridge. This is like a global, a global thing issue. and just even a national thing as well. Um, and you'd think Cambridge would be kind of on top of that, but I guess we're not. <laughs> um, so I get, I'm glad that we, we have this opportunity um, to share our reflections and our voices because we do have a lot to say and we, yeah. So I think that we definitely wanted to just share with you guys how the summit went for us on our end, Mm -hmm. but also we want to hear if you guys want to have another two block summit. Because I know a lot of people couldn't make it or like didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So I think like looking into the future, we definitely want to have some type of big group discussion again. Um, And we would love you guys can definitely like reach out to us through like IFP Innovators for Purpose through Instagram. Um, Me and Hermel are both on LinkedIn. So you can connect with us through there. Um, but just get in touch with us and we'd love to hear your thoughts and your perspectives on 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 two blocks because um, you guys as well have a lot to say. Um, so I think this is it for this episode. Yes, we're going to keep it, it short and sweet. Um, and next episode, we're going to be deeping, uh, diving into the interviews we did after the summit. Oh, yeah. So that will be exciting. It will be. We hope that you guys can tune in for that episode where we're going to feature interviews that we had with some of the participants of the summit, including our Superintendent Greer, Nicole Gittins. We have Aisha Wilson and we also have some members of the innovation economy those who work at Tank and IDEO and overall it was a very I loved having that experience Mm -hmm. of the interviews and you're going to be able to hear some other some of our participants takeaways from that summit and also action items that they would like to take with them moving forward so we hope that you guys would just wait it out a bit and we will drop all of that so soon yeah yes we will so stay tuned thank you guys thank Thank you you for for listening bye